Hey, friend. What up? You caught me in the middle of a move. God damn. <laughs> of course I did. All right, y'all. Welcome to the farmer's market with Corinne and Steph, who I forget. Y'all already know where y'all at. Don't do that. Don't do, do that. it. Don't do that. Don't act like y'all don't know where y'all at. Don't act like you don't know. <laughs> don't act like you don't know. Best friend. Yeah. Oh, God. This couch be swallowing me up. Thank God. God is a good guy. I just need to take a praise break. Oh. <laughs> He is a good guy. He is a merciful guy. Amen. Oh, baby, it's like taking my bra off like maybe a year ago. Like that's what this fit sitting down just felt like. But wow. And we know, honey, I had some really, really big breasts, so that was a lot. I'm um, crying. I did though. I'm aware. It's still funny. I know. When I got on the table, I think I was a 040. That's the biggest bra you could buy, like, commercially made. Not commercially made. Yeah, you can only buy your bras wholesale. Yeah, no. <laughs> you gotta get them custom at that point. Goodbye. I know, Welcome I know, to I the farmer's market. Baby, we gonna tell you, because this bra store is in the farmer's market. You ain't. I don't need no more. Right, I feel good right, right now. I'm tell you, I I, I encourage any listener who is considering any type of augmentation to make you feel better. Please do it. I don't care what you do. Just do it. Um, best one. What you do? What you do this week? Girl, worked. I haven't stopped working. Work, 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 work. <laughs> and that's all I could even say. Though I had a busy weekend. I went out to dinner with uh, Bell and my old co-worker and her wife and it was a it was a good time and then saturday i feel like i was all over the place but i don't even really remember what i did oh i went to janelle house um, we had a game night it's I, you know what like i said you're my most social friend outside of room y'all <laughs> really be out here in these friendship streets <laughs> Being social, loving on your friends, and being really good friends, and I love that for y'all. That's what I be doing. Um, what you do this week, baby? Let me tell you. Work, 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 work. Um, no, I didn't work. I got came ready for school. Spent time with my best friend and my nephew, and my other nephew, who is not my nephew, but he's not my nephew. Um. We spent time together. We went to the park. I got outside. I didn't move around, but I got outside, which was nice. Um, I braided my hair. That is, that is. let me tell you, that, that is, is an improvement. Okay. Because, baby, I was out here all summer looking like, who, what? Shot mm. John. Because mm-hmm. I didn't want to do my hair. And it took a lot of strength. But God, you know, like I said, I had a praise break. He, he really. Hudson said. You pulled me through. Baby, let me tell you, he took me to the king and got me the energy I needed to get my hair somewhat together to look like something so I can look like something. Because, I, you know, depression be getting up on you. We'll have another conversation about high-functioning depression because my best friend kept telling me, she's like, "You, we never know you're depressed. I was like, girl, this is a lifestyle. Like, this is... (laughs) My (laughs) depression is not even worth talking about. It is. Right, it is. But it's not something that I dwell on. It's just, it's a mood. It's just kind of like my life. It's um, the baseline. Yeah, so I think we probably need to have a conversation about high functioning depression on here at some point. But that's neither here nor there. So, how, um, announcement. Mm, I thought you had an announcement. I did, and I was just telling the people. So, yeah. me and Steph will be taking a Mercury break. Um, yes. I don't know if that's something that we will institute moving forward, probably so. Um, where we'll just do some extra episodes where Stefan will do some of the interviews and things, and I will continue the interviews and things and having people come on and do things. Mm-hmm. So there's plenty of supplemental material for when we do decide to take the Mercury breaks and what they are. Um, for those of you who are into astrology or into the stars mercury is a planet that rules communication um and in four times a year so pretty much each quarter you know 
Mercury, who is a male, decides to go in the opposite direction, which causes a lot of mishaps of communication of all forms. And in our society, we are community um, communication based. And when that's not working properly, we have technical difficulties um, and the such. And so that you guys don't um, have to deal with the podcast <coughs> connecting, um, me and Stefan not being having time, our schedule's not linking up, we're not communicating just because it's the way it's the world is. <coughs> we didn't want you guys to have to deal with that. Um, and we also need time to kind of like recalibrate, um, plan, you know, discuss things, get guests. You know, when we do the family friend night or we have other people on, um, we would decided to take September um, 9th through the 1st of October to get you guys ready for the fall season. So we'll be planning and discussing things, but we will not be recording any new episodes during that time. So with that being said, there are plenty of supplemental things. I did a lot of interviewing this month um, that you can go back and listen to. Today we're going to do something fun because we did we did family fun night last week, um, game night. I'm sorry, we did that last week. Either one, it's still fun. It works, and we fun decided game night. to um, what's the word I want to say? We decided to just you know come together and honor that. I personally do that in my business, actually, Lisa, the um, social media account. That is my only social media account on IG um, and as well as Facebook. I just take a break. I, you know, let people know that I'm taking a break so there will be no new content uploaded, uploaded, you know, meaning sales or just, you know, reviews and what I have offerings and things. Uh, sometimes the occasional um, other things that I post. They will stop for that time just so I don't say nothing crazy. I don't do any live event, you know, live things, stuff like that. I really just take that time to slow down, plan for things, you know, the coming season. And we decided to just kind of take that on in the podcast as well. Um, so I'm very excited for that because your girl is burnt a little bit. Yeah. It's a bit. It's burning the midnight oil from both ends of the candlestick for me. Baby, let, we, we'll talk. Maybe we could have a chat after we get off here, best friend. Um, I would. <clears throat> and not to say that I can't, um, but I may be receiving a phone call uh, after this because I went on a date yesterday. So. Oh, I like that. That convo might have to wait until my chance here. We can talk tomorrow or some other point. You know, I'm always here for you. I was just saying. Um, but, you know, eventually we'll catch up because we have to, like I said, talk. But anyway. Um, this week we decided to do something fun. I know we did our um, internet episode where we say, you know, mental health and internet topics and things um, or media things. But we wanted to, you know, tell you, show you guys or, you know, to end out the month or while we're going on a break. Something fun, something light. So we decided to kind of pick our things that we like from the internet um, that we wanted to kind of discuss. And I think you picked three and I picked three. Oh, yay. Um, we love an even exchange. Yes. You want to go first? You want me to go first? Um, I can go first. Um, Do it. I decided to go with TikTok as my first one as a whole. Um, I think TikTok is a beautiful mess. <laughs> it is. Um, and I've been really getting sucked back into her again. I really like my feed because it's really a lot of um, things that I like. So black men, you know, talking about relationships, food, places to go. And the occasional like therapy stuff. So I'm really liking it. Um, I haven't really shared because I know that I was getting into a habit where even on my Facebook, my personal page, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Even on my personal page, I was kind of sharing my favorite TikToks that I would see that would resonate with me. And I kind of got back into it, but then I kind of stopped because I find myself, it's my favorite. And I get stuck on there for like hours. And I like it. It's because it's what it's made for. 
Somehow, Baby, I was on there for hours. Like, we like <clears throat> Sometimes they... Sorry, I'm, like, dying from... Uh, What's um, I choked on a sunflower seed. Anyway, um, I know. My life. So, I feel like that's what it's made for, though. But, like, the crazy part is, like, I could sit and watch YouTube for 24 hours straight. Right. And I can remember 70 to 75% of what I watched throughout a day. Yeah. You watch essentially like 360 TikToks in an hour on an average. Damn. So that's like 360 opportunities within one hour on average of just like either random information or things to laugh at. Um, And I think it's the reason why I gravitate towards something more like YouTube, where the content is like intentionally long, and yeah. so it makes it more memorable. But like TikTok is literally a cure for boredom. But even then, like I'll go on YouTube and the old ver- <laughs> the old person in me will go on YouTube and watch compilations of TikToks about like a subject. Or, like, TikToks are, that are supposed to make me laugh. Or, tic, like, spiritual TikToks. Like, I can still go on a platform like YouTube. <clears throat> and, um... I'm going to a platform like YouTube and still watch short-form content. But, like, stuff that's created towards me. So, yeah. I think it's it's good the way that the TikTok algorithm has worked out for you. That it is a lot of your favorite things. And hopefully that makes it memorable. It did because um, the black men be on there getting. Let me tell you. You right. Oh yeah, it's some fine ass black men on TikTok. I ain't gonna hold you. These people don't exist in real life. I'm starting to think they're NPCs. I think that's the new term that the people on the internet is saying that they're just random. You know, like if you oh, go on a girl. computer game, right? I'm not. We're not going down that rabbit hole. I want to. We're not going to right now. I was like, but- please don't. Because this is where I've been for the last two weeks. Listen, it's like these people don't exist. And I wanted to bring up the black men that exist on TikTok. Like all of them, I like different ones for different reasons. But just seeing these black men like really get into their creative bag, whether it's high quality or just like regular amateur quality, right? Right. These black men. I said, where's these men? Because I don't be seeing these men. And I be wanting to date them. Yeah. But then I, I remember that they NPCs. Yes, please get my DMs. Cause what? Um, but they're NPCs and they don't ne- I don't think they really exist. This is my mind. This is a theory. They don't really exist because I don't see these men in real life. Right? Like TikTok allows me to curate the type of man I wish that I could be with or the type of man Hey, friend. Let's talk about um, how this is why, y'all. <laughs> I just want to say there will be a pause. <laughs> this is why we're taking away. <laughs> this is literally As why we take breaks. This Mercury Retrograde continues. This stuff is going to happen more often. But I don't think it was you. I just think it, it said we were done recording. So I don't know if the time ran out or I don't know what was going on. But what was the last oh, thing? so weird. What was the last thing that you heard that I said? Um, that you be one to slide in their DM, but then you remember their NPCs. Yeah. Okay. So I I remember that these people don't necessarily exist. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like my yes. fantasy man was what I was saying because I was talking. Maybe I was telling y'all something. Um, it's like these men are fantasy for me and I'm able to get on this app and create this fantasy man because they're everything that I want. I mean, they're very creative, they're smart, they're innovative, they're ambitious, and they're interesting, right? And then right. it creates, for me, which is why I'm kind of trying to limit my you know, contact with TikTok is because then in the real world, it kind of creates this disappointment and it really kind of I don't want to say it hinders me to a certain extent, but it does in my engaging with men in the real world because they're not like these men. Right. And the real world are not creative. (laughs) They're not. 
they're not bad. The the guys are really ashy in real life for real. And around me anyway. Well, and, and it's so crazy. So mm, I don't like me. It's so crazy because I remember seeing this TikTok about um this girl and she she was like, if you think you're ugly or you can't get a man or or whoever, she was like, she was just like, move to a different zip code. You'll move there and they will love you. Yeah. Like you will find a group of people that will love you. And I think it's so interesting because the guys that we see on TikTok, like the only the only time that we see like, oh, there's a boy that like everybody had a crush on and he ended up with this girl and they were married for the last 30 years and they're living their best life with three kids in a big house. Like we don't see that. Yeah. And so in my mind, I have to believe that like that stuff is made up and, and I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to make it like me centric. Right. But it's the only example I have or the only example I can think of. So I do like outside looking at for people that like don't know me, if they genuinely just like looked at all the things that like I do, right? Somebody might just be like, oh shit, like that's that's amazing, that's dope, right? Right. But then like somebody comes to not that you would say this, but like somebody would come to you and be like, Oh, I didn't know like set this and set today, and you would just be like, Oh yeah, that's stuff. And like it wouldn't be something that like blows your mind because you know me. Right. But like outside looking in, somebody would see all this and like do all this and be like, oh snap. And I just think like the people that we see on Instagram or on TikTok or on social media, regardless, like to like the people that they grew up with or like the people they're around, they're probably dusty. Wow. But then, like, to us, because we're outside looking in, we're not raising that environment. We don't know, like, we don't know anything. But also with social media, so we only get a glimpse. But, like, we don't know a lot. But, like, outside looking in, that's amazing. But in actuality, they could be dusty to the people that are around. And so a lot of us aren't finding the people or, like, being around the people we could be around because we just stick to what we know. This was not even supposed to be that kind of rant. Listen, why are we like this? No, but I want to, that's why I said TikTok because it's just like I've been noticing that in my dating life. And I've seen it, you know, other women say the same thing. It's just like, I'm not really even attracted to nobody. You know what I mean? Like, if I go out, like when I, even in the real world, I'm just like, because I'm single, I'm not like actively like putting myself out there, but I'm looking at people and stuff. And I'm just like, y'all don't even, <laughs> I'm, I'm not even getting frustrated. Like, I'm just like, oh, <laughs> mm, no, I'm not going to see myself with him. You know what I mean? Like I look at the guys in the area, and I and there's not they're not ugly, but I just could not see myself with them. Right. Um, I and I it. don't even if they were to approach me, I'd be kind of like eh, iffy because I don't like I don't see myself with y'all. I can't in in this time, right? I'm in a a spot, you know, I'm in a single space, like a real single space, like for I got nobody. Like, baby, what I tell you this for? <laughs> no, baby, this, I don't know why I say this for uh-uh. real every other month. I just. Eh. You know what I mean? Like, eh, I don't, I don't feel it. <laughs> it's you, not. You bring up a really given. good point that I don't want to talk about on here. Okay, but like, can. put put a text me, text me right put now. Put a pin in it. Yes. Um, I don't feel it. That's and I a think really that, good I, point. Not to cut you off, but before I lose this thought. But I think it again goes plays back into me being in TikTok space. And have created this mental idea of what I would like a man to be and seeing that it quote unquote could potentially exist that I'm just disappointed or just go back to my original point. Like the people around me are not enough or they're not measuring up to that because in my mind and in the TikTok world and things that I've quote unquote seen and experienced through TikTok. I'm like, y'all are just raggedy for real. Like, y'all not even trying for real. Like, right. Ah, but that's not the case, right? Because like you said, there is a catch-22 because it could be the people in his area or their area. It's kind of like, oh, you a regular for real. And Correct. me, I've never seen you. I don't know you. I'm only seeing what I see on here. I'm like, oh, it's him. Whole time, he trash too. But you know what right. I mean? Like I said, but it's creating this false narrative in my mind that 
the men in my area are not, they're not hitting it. Um, and then I personally also, my own personal date life, tell y'all my tea, everybody that I've been interested in or carried on with, nine times out of ten doesn't necessarily come from the state of Delaware. Like, I would travel, even in my, you know, 20s when I was out here wilding. I would get real active on that 95, baby. I wasn't fucking with nobody over here. <laughs> um, it, it, didn't ba- it didn't bother me to ride three hours. It bothered me to ride two hours. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't have a problem with getting my car. Okay? Um, so I've always been that girl that was willing to try other areas to find somebody or to seek out a different type of experience. But I just noticed that lately with TikTok, it's really been inhibiting my romantic desire because like I said when I see them in my area I'm just like I couldn't even like it, it again we're not thinking they're not thinking about me but just looking it's just like mm, right I don't know girl <laughs> I don't know that's why we say it's like I don't know girl these I don't this is who I'm supposed to marry out here I don't know <laughs> or you know what you know what the other part about it is though like it makes you relate different personalities to like the people that you interact with yeah like in certain ways because we would meet people like we talked about on the episode that of um the front like the episode about friends right and like friend crews and like how we figure out who we identify with in tv shows or whatever um it's like you meet people and you you essentially collect people, right? Like, if you're gonna, if you're making friends and stuff like that, and you either collect like super similar people, or you connect like super different people, and then you're constantly finding people to like fill in the gaps of of your friend group, right? And I think at certain points, like when we meet people, we try to relate them to like, oh, who is this? It's why we ask questions like. What's your zodiac sign? Like, yeah, we know what Google says, right? But like, anytime I ask somebody and they say they're a Sagittarius, I'm comparing this with my ex. If they say, you know, they're a, um, I don't know, whatever, then I'm comparing them to somebody in my life so I can think about my interactions with that person and how that plays out in my interactions with this person. And they could be a completely different person, but we find those, we try to find those things that we relate to so that um, it it feels, it feels comfortable to us. Yeah. Like, when people, when we ask people, like, why do you compartmentalize? And that didn't sound right at all, but you know what I mean. Um, and I think because there's a, there's a comfort when you compartmentalize like you're putting things into boxes that you know that feel comfortable yeah and and for a lot of people it's hard to like break out of that when or it's hard to like think of it differently when somebody like bounces out of a box that you put them in and bounces into another and you're like okay wait wait the fuck a minute like how do we switch it up this much and now all of my boxes are broken and I gotta reconfigure my brain. Yeah. It wasn't even supposed to be a rant like that. So Why are we like like yeah, but we went so deep into TikTok because it was just it was so <laughs> timely. But friend, what was one on your list? Yeah, okay. So is this is my very simple concept um on the American school system. Oh chill. I know. Don't get me started. So, <laughs> I need I need you to understand how unfair grading is. Yeah. So the way that our regular system works, and I'll tell you how I came to this. Basically, 100 to 90 is an A. 89 to 80 is a B. 79 to 70 is a C. So on, so on. 69 and below is an F. Yeah. Who did it because why is it okay but like why is it not just 0 to 20 eh, 20 to 40 or 21 to 40 or whatever D C and it's just 20 
intervals or five intervals of 20 numbers each and you broke it up. It's such an unfair advantage or I'm sorry, it's an unfair disadvantage to so many people that like, if you realize like you weren't failing everything because you have 69 numbers to fail with and only 41 numbers to succeed. Damn, that's balanced. deep. That's deep to the motherfucker, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not 41. It's 31. <laughs> that's deep to the motherfucker. I didn't go hold it's you. 69 points to fail, 31 to succeed. Like, the shit does not make sense. It don't so add. Was, the numbers is not, the uh, math is not massive, beloved. So, I was listening to Sibling Rivalry, which is another podcast. Um, shout out to Bob the Drag Queen and Monet Exchange because they're the mm-hmm. shit. I'm going to go see them next month. So ah, love it. Um, but she was saying they were they were talking about uh, one of the balls that they had on the show. They were reviewing one of the episodes and there was a ball and it was three different looks per person. And she was saying Bob said to Monet, you know, I can't put her in the top because even though she had two of the best looks, she had the worst look. So it just brought her down. And she was like, she was like, what is that? And Monet was like, that's 66%. And I said, wait a minute. So you tell me that if you have a quiz that has three questions on it, the only way to pass is getting all three right. Correct. And that's because if, because if you get one wrong, you're at 66%, you're failing. You get two wrong, you're at 33%. It don't matter because you already failed. And it's like, why try? Why try? Do you know how many people, like, if they evenly spread out that grading system, how many people in the schools that we went to would have been succeeding so much more. And could have helped their confidence. So maybe if they weren't performing to, oh, actually, I actually am kind of smart. Maybe I need to, I could do more. Correct. You're giving them an actual, like, an actual advantage to, like, seeing some progress in school. If you start out with a grading system that gives you 69 times to fail, but only 31 to succeed, what are you, what are you hoping for? What are you really doing? What are you really doing? You're killing these children. Ugh. I will. And I would say, too, because I'm a parent, right? True. Um, my son's school does not use the traditional grading system, which I can say kudos to a lot of the charter schools and even a lot of the public schools now are using like meets, proficient, um, and not, you know, not meeting. Um, and I think that that's important because it really acknowledges the student's effort, right? So maybe the student is giving effort, but is not able to grasp the concept that's being, pro- you know, progress is being tracked on. Um, Can you do me a favor? Yes. I didn't mean to cut you off. But like, and I know because we have all the time in the world, even though we actually don't. Um, can you call like a charter height, like does skip does can school go all the way to um high school? Yes, it does. Oh, okay, never mind. You ain't got to call. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, no. Yeah, so. Well, no. Wait. Okay, wait. But I still want you to find out if they still use the same grading criteria once they hit like middle school and high school. Yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely, I, you know, I'll let you know. Um, but yeah. I was, I think a lot of them are moving towards that because it again gives acknowledgement to effort. Like the student is trying, you know, they're at so many tries, right? So my son has an IEP, which mm-hmm. I think more people or more students should have access to or should be tested for to get to receive that help so that they can actually meet goals that are made for them so that we can track their progress. And, and a lot of times I find even with Cam's last year, he was able to get off of speech therapy because yes. he had the extra help. Um, and I, I don't feel, feel bad about him having an IEP or even his school using this other system that's not number or weighted. It's just kind of like, okay, this student was doing this in this class. Here's their performance. Here's the benchmarks we need them to meet. Here's the criteria. And it gives a little bit more 
substance to grading versus just a number and ranking because that's really what numbers are meant to do. Correct. Um, and I don't like that for the girls. I don't like that for the boys. I don't like it. So I feel like we should have a uh, we should we could continue this conversation because I can talk about a crowd. You already know. Um, you, we, you already know. We should have like a PTA episode where we just invite like different parents from different types of schools to see. And the only reason why I wanted you to ask is because how does numerically how does that translate to moving someone up a grade? And then once you get into high school, how does that translate into a GPA that colleges want to see? And then unless colleges are adapting and like looking more well-roundedly, but I also know like colleges are a business. So depending on where you go, like Ivy Leagues make up like one percent of the college market, if that. Yeah. And so you know, Ivy Leagues, prestigious schools, HBCUs, like a lot of people are going to them, but they also make up a super low percentage. So our college is also adapting to, like, being able to take anyone and be able to form. A, a fully well-rounded individual given stuff like meeting or proficient or not meeting and being able to like evolve that into some change that's where my yes um the answer is from. yes they do so I personally have been shopping around looking at different colleges and things mm-hmm. um and one in particular said that they actually do a course or grade weighted you know GPA evaluation to kind of make it so if you were sending it to another school or if you're sending it to you know an employer who's asking for your gpa but again they're using a more of the meets not proficient type of scale Uh that they translate it over for the student and they give you a report that you can forward to or the school forwards to the institution that you needed to go to so they do have something in place okay um and a lot of graduate schools and a lot of you know colleges are getting rid of the acts the sat requirements and the gres and things like that um places like rural academia for the bras like the um they still are you know following those antiquated like let's take a placement test that you pay for when they really should offer it to you at the consciousness there that part. um so they there are a lot of public colleges hbcus and things like that they're doing away with that because they're noticing that a lot of the charter schools are not necessarily following the traditional a b c d f vibes they're yeah. going with more of a like well, what is the student doing in totality and that's how they decide how a child moves up i think at my son's school right if you're not meeting those requirements attendance you know parent participation and behavioral concerns mm-hmm. i think those are the things that make up if a child is going to be moved up or not regardless of any like educational plans yeah so i, I like that which is cool but also it's a little bit scary because it's like okay if my child okay is saying they're in fourth grade here but if they were to go into another system that is using that right. four point scale you know is it going to translate Will he be meeting those benchmarks that they have? But again, that's where you got your IEPs and things like that to come in and support the student when they switch over to those types of things. Um, but that was a good conversation, friend. We're going to do a PTA. We got to do it. Even if we find we one other parent to. that may be in public. Because um, that's really what the difference is. There's a private is not, it's not, it's charter at this point. Um, you really have public versus charter. Private. And then you also got religion. It's private school. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, but um, but uh, uh, what's the school I'm thinking about? The school down down state is private, but it's not religious. Religious. Um, there's I mean, in my mind, like when I'm thinking about school categories, when I say private, I'm almost always talking about religious. That's fair. Um, because I've Mine had probably the outlier that I've l- literally had all um all types of school experiences except for maybe charter because I went from a private school Catholic school private to public school for the rest of my formative education then I went to a public or I think a private college 
that turned into a public university. Shout out to Wilmington University. Um, You know, uh, even Walden, um, when I was going for my doctorate, that was a public, like, online school. Which, we could do a whole episode on school, because I really could have been an academic advisor. (laughs) But that's neither here nor there. We need a school episode. Um, You've worked in schools too, friends, so you know the vibes. Mm -hmm. But I also Um, went from a public school to a charter school yeah. To a Christian school, to a Catholic school, Damn. to a public college, to an online school. We have such rich educational experiences. We need to but share it with the girls because we can talk about everything. I just need y'all to know we're not one trick ponies. Okay. Oh, if y'all haven't just listened so to this over know. the last year, Listen, change. I thought we were just a one trick pony. Y'all are sad. You are the what? Y'all better listen because Penny, we know stuff. We be knowing. So don't play with us. Um, So my next one, because um, I don't even know where we at yet. I was like, do we have time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can probably do more piece. Pick you with Black Man. Okay, cool. Um, So another one that I wanted to talk about. Um, we'll probably close it with that quote because um, Jamaica asked me to talk about that. Um, okay. The other thing that my other pick um, before we do the, the one together um, was spiritual memes. I'm not even going to hold y'all, right? Y'all know I'm a spiritualist and a spiritualist is um, a spiritual person who has not yet um, observed a particular religion or pathway um, or tradition um, and they mm-hmm. kind of take a little bit from everything and you know they use that um until they choose and you can be a spiritualist forever you don't have to choose anything um but that's you know what i observe from my spirituality is not just kind of composed of african spirituality i'm you know christian i believe in god um i've mm-hmm. been baptized um i have not separated from that um i also am a hoodoo right i am that's a indigenous a black I don't even want to say indigenous <laughs> a black um magic and um religious experience right and that's who I am now Let's there are see. other African spiritualities that I'm interested in but I haven't picked anything so um one of my favorite practitioners who is a member of Ifa which is an African American tradition right from west africa Mm -hmm. um he is american and he's also haitian shout out to him so he makes these hilarious baby when i tell you hilarious memes that speak to only what black people in spirituality and any type right could kind of speak to um and his memes have been giving me all the vibes and I just wanted y'all to know that y'all need to get to know Mr. Ori. Um, and one of my favorite one is where he kind of, he he will take a popular meme and put like a spiritual um, take on it. And one of the one that he does is um, Future, right? You know that picture where Future is in that green jacket with the phone. And baby, let me tell you, he did this so many memes. <laughs> So many beeps. Oh, um, okay. yes. I'm gonna send it to you. Hold on, best friend, so you know what I'm talking about. He has done so many memes, but this one recently, which is on his page, um, he does like little, you know, like this slides where you can put ten things in a drawer. Um, oh my god, I am not from Philly. You can put ten pictures in a slide. Um, <laughs> he got one where it says, "I'm sorry for all the pain I caused you yesterday." I got. I went to see the lady, and she gave me a spiritual bath that removed all my toxic <laughs> energy. Boy, still, don't don't do that. Don't don't do that. Oh no, this <laughs> one's funny. This is me with a random spirit I summoned after doing an ocean ritual <laughs> or I found on Google. <laughs> you gotta yeah. rest up playing with Google. <laughs> gonna open up the doors you can't close you won't need to pay somebody a lot of money. Yeah, Stop playing. He the- just this one is just um, the scene from a Tyler Perry play. And it says, your ancestors sends a blessing. You, thank you, Jesus. And he looking at you crazy. 
Like, did you not? Did you miss us? Did you forget? Yeah. Did you forget? That is so um, funny. Yeah, but he is hilarious and his spiritual oh, no. themes. Um, when you invest, yes, that's really what I'm looking at right now. <laughs> Only for your ancestors to tell you it's not the one. You a clown. It's true, baby. Let me tell you. Go follow um Ori on Instagram. His name is Ori. <laughs> it's at O-R-I-I-R-E and he is a practitioner of Ifa but you know he all he observes and respects all African religions um, and he really makes the funniest funniest memes I've ever seen <laughs> and they're funny to everybody which is what I love about him um, he really plays on mixing pop culture with his spirituality um, and I love it this says me as an ancestor. I know you ain't just put a four logo on the altar and got the nerd to ask for a blessing. God what? said, go ahead and clock out for me. <laughs> yeah. Just clock out for me, baby. Clock out. Oh, I'm done. Clock out for oh, me. Oh, I'm done. Clock out. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, but that's again, so funny. You find that funny and you're not super, super like, this is me. You know what I mean? Right. I'm making this spiritual decision, right? And I love yes. that it's funny, oh, so funny to everybody. He also used Omar. Um, Dr. Omar. Um, yes, Omar, I'm sorry. Um, gifts, donations, gifts. You can absolutely donate and gift anything you would like. You can send us in products for review. Um, just slide in our DMs via the link tree. I just want to throw that out there because you can't get <laughs> what you don't ask for. Um, if you want to sponsor an episode, you can absolutely do that. That but, you can listen to that song called Sponsor. Sponsor. by Tierra Marie. I, I don't even know how to go to this point. It's been so long. Woo, shot! I heard that song since probably 2006. It's probably when it came out. <laughs> Wait, was it Tierra Marie? Yes, it was. She she has a bot signing on her first album helped me damn when I was like 15 talking about I ain't had no daddy around. <laughs> that really hit hard for me because I did. My father passed away, so I literally had no daddy. So it hit. I am. No um, my first album one. was real cute. And it really spoke to who I was at that point. Um I was like a bird, a secret bird. A I was not bird. a very loud bird. I love yeah like <laughs> red shit but I wouldn't tell nobody I love doing red shit and I never really got to do it publicly but that's alright um that's why what's your other way uh what did I text you and say it was can you hear me yeah I can hear you oh alright it took me out of it I came back in it's telling me to join but I'm already back on Exegesis. Um, coming out. What's that about? Oh, so I don't know when it was because I don't pay attention. Um, but Young Jock was doing some station or with somebody, and he was saying essentially like, "Why do people have to come out?" And he was like, "You, you know, you do what you do. I do what I do. That's cool. We don't really even, even like talk about it, like." If you, you know, whatever, then it is whatever. It don't need to be this big spectacle of a thing. And da 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 And then, you know, the, and I I don't hate the, the uh, message behind it. Right. Like, I do wish that it, that it wasn't something that was constantly on people's minds to think about creating a space where somebody has to do that. And so the thing that I, I commented, and I don't typically comment on a lot of things, but I did comment on that video because, um, but I think the, the thing that people have to realize, especially like super cisgender hetero people who have right. the utmost of utmost privilege just in life, right? Like, you don't have to think about getting asked the question like what is your you know opposite gender partner coming right and 
you don't have to worry about, you know, a bathroom that's not, that doesn't speak to who you actually are or a space where you don't feel comfortable or safe. What? Or safe. Yeah. Or safe. Um, You don't, you don't have to think about that. And so for the people that do have to think about it or that do have to go through it, like, for some for some of us, we have to come out so people can stop being like, oh, where's your girlfriend? At? Or why don't you never have a girlfriend? You'll bring your girlfriend around? Those are real scenarios that have happened. Yeah. And like, it's the reason why it's not even like, y'all think that it's this big celebrational party. Not y'all as in like you, but people mm-hmm. tend to think that like, it's this big, huge TV moment. And in actuality, for some of us, it's just like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's um, uneventful. <laughs> <laughs> very uneventful. Um, for some people, it's shocking. For some people, it's traumatizing. And for some people, like, it is a spectacle. But just because you don't have to do something doesn't mean that for the person that is doing it or chooses to do it or has to do it, that there's not significance and there's not meaning behind it because there is. But you don't, if you don't have to worry about it, it's not something you think about. So I, again, I say, like, I wish we lived in a world where I didn't have to or the next person didn't have to. Right. Where it wasn't a thought. It was just like, oh, this your person? Like, hey. regardless of, of what it is, this your person. Um, then boom like then then we'd be living in a perfect society but in actuality we don't we really don't and i think as a straight person i've also said it too like i hate that you guys have to come out i feel like it should just be like accepted right but in our awareness journey (laughs) and growth you know i've understood the the need or the reason for somebody to feel like they need to come out or eventually need to publicly proclaim their sexuality um and unfortunately being a heterosexual person and having the desired experience i've never had to come out and that was one of my kind of like not arguments but on twitter and you know years ago people would be like well y'all choose to be gay or whatever and i know that being gay is not a choice but i also would tell people too like heterosexual people don't choose either it's just kind of something that happens to you right you it's not again it's not a choice i didn't choose to be straight either right like i didn't wake up and be like oh it's it's meant for me you know what i mean like i just came about (laughs) that and decided you know learn what my preference was and what i was interested in what resonated with me and that's the same thing for homosexual people or it's the same thing for transgender people on another level in a different you know space Right. Um, or even intersex people or, or people who are not having sex or people who are lesbian, right? It again, you come it's into your preferences right, right through experience, um, and developing your personality and those things. So I mean it's a myriad of things. I'm not gonna just say read all things. But again, we come into our sexuality and it's very um and in, individualized. It's not just this one, it's not nature versus nurture. It's a lot of different things and I wish that people could grasp the complexity that is sexuality right. and how it truly really is fluid and nobody's 100% straight and nobody's 100% gay right yeah. but it is what it is you gotta let the people have what they want to have I appreciate young jock for his acceptance in that moment right I don't know yeah. what he does before Correct. or after but Correct. in that moment I, I was like the, the hopeful acceptance yeah, for now. Just for this moment during this interview, I don't know if you call people to F word before. I don't know nothing about that or after. But right. in that moment, I do appreciate you for being a quote-unquote heterosexual man and stepping up and saying, we really should just accept these people. Because that's that's none of our business. And I've always had that thought um, right. which could be a little just a smidge harmful but I've always had that thought even being younger with people who are homosexual or whatever the situation is. Like, it's none of my business what you choose to do with your partner you know what i mean because what i'm doing is none of your business so i shouldn't be minding your business right but i understand it's a smidge harmful because you should be able to be out loud and i don't you know i'm I'm accepting it anyway but i don't care you know what i mean but i feel like you should be able to be anonymous if you want 
or you should be able to be open if you Correct. want. It's what you want. It's your individual experience. That's it. That's it. That's that. That's the vibes. Um. So for the last one, I had we both had three, but I um just for the sake of time, we're going to do well, this yeah. one together because We've eight rants over four topics. Baby, get get into it. Um, <laughs> Miss Jamaica, who is a part of the market, shout yes. out to Soul Soup. Um, she sent me this, and she said this is the perfect conversation for you two. I don't think I could do it justice. Let me see what y'all come up with. So <laughs> she sent me this tweet. Um, I'm not going to butcher this person's name. I'm just going to read the tweet. Um, one of my teachers said that in order to really heal your gut, you have to heal your mother wound. Because the digestive system is spiritually linked to our relationship with our mother and our ability to receive nourishment. And I can't stop thinking about it. Mind blown. Yeah. That's the answer. <laughs> Mind blown. First of all, you would absolutely do this conversation justice. So don't ever say that. Mind blown. Uh, but no, I mean, everything, like, it just make, it makes sense. Yeah. Like, if yeah, we... Yeah, you would do this justice, because, baby, listen, mind blown, mind blown. Because if you just take it for, like, you already talk about, right? Like, there are inner child, twin flames, soul connections, yeah. Um, soulmates. Uh, everything else that we say about different elements of our bodies that we can't necessarily see it, but we can experience it. Then it makes sense that like the way you were linked to a person and why like some of these divisions are so. Um, so stark and while we can see those influences like on other relationships because you know there's some people that we see that we think are opposites of how they were raised but they are spit images of how they were raised manifest differently so you you know you meet a guy that doesn't really have a good relationship with his with his mom Right. But then he puts you on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. But then you but then you come to realize he only puts you on a pedestal like when you're in front of people. But when you're not in front of people, your relationship is not so great. Mm-hmm. So it's like at the end of it, the relationships still mirror each other. They're just they manifest in different ways. Talk you know what I mean? It. Talk about it. So that doesn't that doesn't uh that doesn't surprise me or that, that sits very well with me. Um I think the part that stuck out to me was our ability to receive nourishment. I didn't get all too into the spiritual aspect of it, but just I think this is what I it, this is a rant, but it's not but I'm thinking about single woman and myself, and I'll speak from my experience, that love has been so hard to find because mm-hmm. it's so hard to receive when you have not had good models, you have not healed your system enough, and there's a lot of poison still in there, right. um, and the shadow work is not being done, and the environment is shitty. You get what I'm saying? Like, it... I think because I see that a lot, especially in the spiritual community, because I can speak to because it's kind of spiritually based, right? Um, A lot of women practitioners, there's a lot of women practitioners, but a lot of them don't have good long-term relationships or healthy relationships. Um, A lot of spiritual practitioners still struggle with the narcissist and empath vibe. And it's like, you can manifest millions of dollars, you can manifest a new house, a new car, but you can't manifest a man that loves you. Ah, something in the milk ain't clean, sis. Something's off. You know what I mean? (laughs) How you can receive all this other shit, but you can't receive love? That sounds crazy to me. It sounds crazy. 
So, um, I was thinking about that. Um, what you say? I'm gonna take it a step further, and that's just because of where I am right now in my in my mind space. So, nourishment, mother nature. And your body, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if your body is made up of the same elements that are all, how are you nourishing your? Mm. Nourishing? You know what? I got to get off here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm spiraling. <laughs> Best friend, I'm spiraling. Yeah. Why are you taking that deep? Why are you taking that deep? I'm spiraling. I'm having an existential crisis. <laughs> I, I cannot. Could not help it. I can't. But even to like put that back into like you said, like what what is what are you putting in that to the point where you can't? That's you can receive everything else, but you right. can't receive love. Rather, it's from a woman. Whatever you're looking for. Yeah. You can receive everything else, but you can't receive that. That doesn't make sense because love in itself is the purest form, right? That's the highest vibration you can seek in the right. frequency is love and that people put so much emphasis on this material that they can only, their brain and their body can only receive that type of nourishment that they can't even fathom that they deserve the highest form of, of frequency frequency and then they're frustrated and irritated with everybody else because they can't reach this this pinnacle i you know what we ain't gonna get we ain't gonna go in going we ain't gonna go in we ain't gonna go in we can't go in we not because i read myself in here and i don't need y'all know my business like that (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Uh, i don't need y'all know my business like that i don't like that i like no not all the business (laughs) but I do want to say you know thinking about that right if you and then the people who become the opposite of love the obsession of I'm always on this twin flame soulmate Mm -hmm. love 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 journey and there's no there's no um, boundaries it's like I will go to any extent any length to have this experience yeah. That it gets real dark real quick. It does. I don't like it for y'all. I don't like it for me. I don't like it. I don't like it. I also wanted to just mentally, <laughs> super mini, because you are a part of LGBTQI, Elemental P. Shout out to mm-hmm. that. Um, and I'm an ally, so I just love messing with y'all sometimes. Um, so I just wanted to ask you very briefly your thoughts on Miss Clarisha, please. Um, Miss Clarisha, please, got on her podcast with Miss Megan Thee Stallion. Oh, gosh. And you have softcore um, porn. <laughs> this is what I like to call it. They were just having sex, like, what? on the podcast. They were flirting, but I feel like they was having sex. Um, on the podcast, they were very flirty, talking about lesbianism, bisexuality, and how I like prefer women and you know women we gonna bump real good and do you want for me and just <laughs> it was cringy I ain't like it I only seen like that clip and I was like yikes won't ever watch that um and, and, and to bring into because we had a couple more minutes to bring into um Miss Carmisha or Carisha I'm sorry I know her she's a very nice lady Clarissa. So, here's Proceeds. my problem. Well, no, also, let me tell you, in her previous internet life, she said that she would beat her son for being gay, but then yeah. come out and say that you're bisexual. How do you Thank feel about you. that as a member of that community? I, mm-mm. I, this it's the reason why I really don't listen to City Girls, and it made me sad because I did like the City Girls. But she said that the original, like, the the previous life statement. And I was just like, you can't, like, you can't just beat a child because they, 
because they're different than how you would picture it. Yeah. Because you're you're because you had expectations on something you shouldn't have expectations on. So that was the moment I stopped listening to her. So then to hear this shit, it's just like, oh, you just you you really just try to make something of yourself. Like it's the same thing Cardi B did when she came out with that uh song Rita Ora about Yeah Girl. And it's like it was something that like that was not a Foxy thing. That was not a Kim thing. Yeah. It was a Nikki thing. And like because and I don't I don't know if she still identifies as bisexual because I feel like in in one song she said that she but my point but even like even so she still said it and then she either went back or she like is still with it however she never said anything against it mm-hmm. she was never like nah that was a joke that's disgusting that's gross I'll beat my whatever whatever she never did none of that so it's the my problem is not listen she if she's lesbian if she's bi if she's pan if she's trans if she's whatever right if she needs support she gonna have it right yeah. but like you have this platform whether it be big or small, people know who the city girls are so you have this platform to put out there if my son was gay I would beat the shit out of him and also switch it up and flirt with Megan the South. And yeah. it's like, my message to you is just like, use your, use your platform better. It's it's giving us a money grab. It's giving a money grab. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I personally am not a member of the community, but I'm an ally. And I don't play about the gay people or whoever else is in that community. I really don't. And I think that we... <sighs> Not we, because I'm not, again, I'm not a full-fledged member of the community. But I will say that we really have to start making some very clear boundaries about our, about, I won't say our, but about how we support these artists who are using or who are trying to commodify their quote-unquote sexuality or sexual experiences and exploiting it for profit. Um, I feel like this came out because she wanted to seem provocative and she Mm -hmm. knew that if she could garner or get in with the gays, they would continue to support the City Girls or to support this venture of Clarisha, please, um, podcast. And I don't like that for my community. I don't like it um, because you guys are worth more than that. You're not not a sideshow. You're not a trip. You're not a gang. You know, y'all have blood, sweat, and tears of going into people being able to freely express their sexuality whenever they choose to do it. And for you to get on your platform, like you said, to say, I would harm my child if they were a part of this community. And then two years later, three years, five years later, say, well, I'm I'm lesbian. I eat cat. I bump cat. And I like cat better than I like men. Right. So, I I mean, that very well be true. She might be bisexual. You know, right. Lord, I don't care. But for you to again, you can be homophobic and be a part of the community. Um, but I just want us to in that community to really look at who we're giving our support to, who we're getting behind and who we're giving the yes girl slay because they're thinking those types of things about you. Yeah. And and it's like laughing in your face. It's like I'm making fun of you and you're gonna give me your money. I don't like you. I mean but I think, like, and this is, it's going to sound shady as fuck. Um, but the that are stands of people like that are people to do the same things to themselves. Yeah. It's like, yeah, out loud, I embrace the fact that I'm gay, but, like, deep down inside, I'm beating the shit out of my inner child because he's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. People that can relate to that are... Don't do it. Steph. Oh, chill. 
I'm telling y'all, we about to take a break. <laughs> we about to take a break. Because, <laughs> yeah. I ain't got the patience. I ain't got the patience at all. Um, y'all, I don't know what happened to Ooh, Steph. Right yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. Sorry, I got a call right in the middle of uh, one oh. of us talking. Um, I was just saying that, you know, we we going to take a break. <laughs> I don't have patience to deal with you. But, you know, we won't cut the current conversation off there because we really are too long because we still got 10 minutes um, that we did previous to this recording. So we will see you guys on the top of October. We will be back with new cats and for the boys, yes. the boys and the thems. Um, and we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, we love you guys. Go back and check out the previous episodes. Yes. And we'll see y'all in a couple weeks. Here. Bye, Bye for now. Me.